Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I am so thrilled to have Pat Longo as our guest today. Pat is an energy healer, channel, author of two books, the first one being Guided Meditations with Pat Longo, and her newest book, which was released last last August 2019, The Gift Beneath Your Anxiety. Wait, I'll get this whole thing. Simple Solution I'm sorry, simple spiritual tools to find peace, awaken the power within, and heal your life. How wonderful is that? And then, in addition, Pat has been serving as an energy healer for over 20 years, using the power of the divine to be an instrument of miraculous healings for countless men, women, and children. Welcome, Pat. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me on the show. So excited. I am so excited to have you here as well. I shared with you when we when we first started talking that I had listened to an interview of yours and I just fell in love and was following you and I was so excited about that. So thank you. So honored to have you here with us. So let's start at the beginning. You didn't realize you had the abilities you had. It was sometime later in your I shouldn't say later in your life no it was later it was later because I was just about 40 I was on the search from about 25 I became very interested in psychics and psychic fairs and I always felt there was more I just didn't know what it was like most people and um, in 1994 my mom got diagnosed with inoperable breast and bone cancer and she was 69 years old at the time 68 going on to 69 somewhere around there And I had an appointment with a psychic, and the psychic sent me to see a healer. And he said, she has nothing to lose. And I said, what's a healer? I didn't know what a healer was. And I went to the psychic. As soon as I walked in the door, he said to me, you're worried about a woman above you and a male below you? And then he began to blurt everything out about my mother. He told me exactly where the cancer was. It was breast um, pelvis, skull, and rib cage, and he pinpointed everything. Wow. And he said to me, um, "I think they missed a few spots in the liver. I see some pinpricks." And and then he gave me the card to a healer. So I went. I called the woman, made sure she wasn't crazy. Okay, and, you know, I, I laugh because I say people look at you like you you have horns, a tail, and you wave dead chickens because that's twenty five years ago what people thought. <laughs> and uh, she was lovely, and my mother went into immediate remission. She lived 15 years. She did not have one pain in her body. She, she went to the oncologist regularly, just like everybody else does. And he loved when she came in because she was healthy and she was happy. And she would talk about angels to the people in the waiting room. Her whole life changed. Her thought process changed. And she said to me one day, well, on the way home from that healer that day, she said, why not me? which was very surprising. And um, she also said to me that the woman said to her, what's eating you up inside? And that was a key to how I began to teach and how I connected 
healing and what eats you up inside. Your traumas, your emotional traumas and upsets and so on and so forth. So it, it was the beginning of my journey. And years later, she said to me, I think I got this so that you could become a healer. Because I wasn't one yet. I didn't know what one was. And then the search began. It opened up like crazy. And, wow. You know, my hands, it happened overnight, Marla, truthfully. And I couldn't have been more shocked. I went to a spiritual class. And in, by the third week, my hands began to get really hot. And I didn't connect it to the class. You know, we were learning about paranormal. Tarot cards one week, dousing rods, angels, UFOs. It didn't matter. Whatever it was that you didn't understand, we were learning about. And I said to my husband, Vinny, my hands are like hot pokers. I don't know what's wrong with me. Is this menopause? <laughs> you know, I said, I, I thought you were supposed to get hot flashes, not hot hands. And, uh, and then the next week, the teacher asked me to put my hand on a woman in pain um, that had had a previous car accident from years prior. And that was it. She immediately had no pain. My head started to spin around. And I was like, what happened? Why me? Why me? And I decided from that moment that it wasn't me, that it was God. It was faith. It was coming from the universe. It was coming from above. And I had nothing to do with it. All I was was the channel. And I've stayed that way all these years. I always use the term vessel. But vessel. Yes, yes I do thing. all three, a channel, <laughs> vessel, and vehicle. <laughs> we've got them covered. It's but. so true. We've just started this interview, and we've got a caller waiting for you. It's Judith in Chicago. So let's bring her on, and then we'll continue our conversation. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi, Judith. Hello. Hi. Hi, Marla. Hi, Hi Pat. How are you guys? Hi. Happy Good. Through. Um, my question is about um, uh, anxiety. Um, and I'm an empath, um, and a healer as well. Um, but my, I just wanted to know if, um, Pat has any, um, tips, um, for anxiety in the present days of the coronavirus. Um, and a lot of it comes from being separated from my, um, immediate family, um, my three grown children uh, live out of state, um, and the physical, um, you know, just the thinking about the uncertain, exactly, the, and a new granddaughter, brand new uh, in New York, and just uh, how to deal with the uncertainty of when we'll be able to see them again, and um, uh, among other things, the uncertainty of the whole time, um, and especially how to deal with the uncertainty of of the energy um, as an empath. Well, as an empath, you're going to need to start blocking and, and protecting yourself so that you don't feel all the tremendous heaviness of this virus. Um, I have many, many grandchildren, 17 to be exact, oh and goodness. I have a new I one know. that I can't see uh-huh. either. Um, I actually do, though. I go to the window with my mask and my gloves, uh-huh. and I visit with four of them uh, at one time, and it's, uh, it's quite nice. But, of course, that's not all of them. I have them spread out all over the place. And mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I can tell you is please do the best you can not to have fear. 
Fear is your worst mm-hmm. enemy. This is going to end. It is going to end. Mm-hmm. It's been put here for a purpose. That's my belief that we're mm-hmm. all supposed to learn from. And if we don't learn to have faith again, if we don't learn to live a better way with love uh, and compassion and, you know, just being kind, the world's a mess. We need to fix yeah. it. And we're giving, we're being mm-hmm. given the opportunity to do so. I just sent out a few um, uh, Facebook messages this morning to nurses because I saw Oh, two I'm a big- nurse also. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was just such, my niece is a nurse and she has not seen her babies and she has three. She's been living in a hotel mm-hmm. for a month mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she can't really come home. Her husband is immune compromised and so therefore it's difficult, And but mm-hmm. they're doing it. They're sticking their necks out. They're putting their lives on the line for all of us and you, again, um, right. being a nurse. Right. So... We have to just give gratitude and stay in gratitude as much as we possibly can. This is just a tiny little piece of our lives. And when you look at the bigger picture. So I missed a few few teeth coming in. (laughs) First time for me. (laughs) My hand's always in the baby's mouth. And I missed a few teeth. So my, my my sister has her first grandchild. And she's got nine teeth since she saw her because she's getting them really fast. So yeah. we're, all, we're all going through it. We really are. My nails are falling apart. You don't even want to see what's going on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those, those mm-hmm. are the little things. And it's going to yeah, get better. Absolutely. Just stay in gratitude. Stay on this, this uh, podcast because I'm going to give everybody tools on how to really properly protect themselves when you're an empath. Okay? Great. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much thank for everything you, so you do. You're oh, you're you, welcome. you too, thank Judith. You. So grateful. Thank you. Thank you. And they are amazing. They are amazing. Oh, yeah. So all of them are so amazing. Even the front line, even the people who stock and and our cashiers and keep and are keeping everything going. Exactly. The people in the packing industry, the meat packing. God wow. bless them. Yeah, well, I have, one of, I have one of those involved with the meat, and the other one is involved. The other two, three, are involved with produce. And, again, overnight, they changed a business. Now, their business ha- served schools, which closed down, right. and restaurants, which closed down. So my son had $800,000 worth of produce in oh his building goodness. and was sitting with his head in his hands, let go of 70 out of 80 people and then sat down with his twin brother and they started to talk. And somehow, some way in 19 hours, they had a website, they had an app and they were delivering door to door. And by the day after Easter, they had 900 door to door deliveries. So his business has taken on a whole new picture, a whole new life. And you do, you have to learn how to pivot in, in today's, in what's going on today. I know my husband's doing the same thing. And it's about how do you pivot with what the needs are exactly. of the world. You know, whether it's the United States or the world, it's the reach. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in, in Judas, for Judas' benefit, um, this business, because he had let go of all those people, my daughter-in-laws came in. My son-in-laws came in. Six of my grandchildren were there. And they were all putting themselves out there. And I was stuck at home. And I was like, this does not fly with me because I'm a doer. I really wanted to be there. I, did, I, I pushed myself in the door the day after Easter because the deliveries were so huge. And 
pitched in and started to work with them for two days. And then I retired because (laughs) we're not doing doing that to my body anymore. (laughs) But I just appreciate everybody. And nobody looks at the back picture. I have a daughter-in-law who she works for a um, event planning with weddings and, and everybody has canceled. Absolutely. Everybody, and they keep moving and keep moving because there's, they don't know when the end's going to be. I have a uh, granddaughter that just graduated or is graduating college, which is not, she's not going to graduate uh, with the class because they've closed it down. I have another one in high school that's supposed to graduate and he can't. So even though they're little, they're big. They're big pivotal moments. Absolutely. And, and people are missing them. But here's the beautiful thing that we're, we're, we as energy healers are holding the energy. We're sending out prayers. We're sending, you know, we're feeling like gratitude for what we have. That's for right. The people who step in. And, and how could you not be grateful for them? Exactly. And you're right. This is happening for a reason. And I truly believe it's, it's to allow the world to heal, the planet to heal. Yes. Before it, you know, just imploded, especially from the fracking, that Mm -hmm. it gives people a different way of seeing each other and being there for each other. Exactly. And so we're able to sort of like gain our humanity back, our compassion and our support of other people and not just, you know, we we become such a me, me, me in in society. And now we can't be. Yes. We can't be anymore. We have to be reminded. We've had many chances. You know, you had 9-11, you've had tsunamis, you've had earthquakes, you've had hurricanes. We've had many chances to get it right. Yes. And we as a people are kind of stupid. <laughs> we, don't, we don't pay attention. And people like you, people like me, all the light workers on this planet, and they are growing in numbers yes. exponentially. And it's changing things. It is changing things. And I feel that. I believe that. And I feel we're going to come out on, a, on the really good end of all of this down the road. And I don't know why, but I feel a book for you. I feel there's another book <laughs> oh, yeah. that has to do with this experience. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I feel that something is going to, at some point, emerge from you. Yes. I've, been, I've had another book ready, uh, not completed, but ready. And my co-writer's been on me. Uh, It's time to get it out. It's time to get it out. It's time to get it out. And it's all about healing. And of course, maybe I had to wait for all of this to happen in order to be able to incorporate it in the book now. Okay. And you said it before, everything happens for a reason. And it does. And timing, divine timing is everything. Isn't it beautiful? I just, and, and even though you don't like some of the things, it happens the way when it's supposed to, because if it happened before Mm -hmm. or after, that's it just right. wouldn't come out the same way. Exactly. Wouldn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah, this is a great time for people to recalibrate. I talk about it all the time. This is a good time for you to reevaluate your life, your life's choices, and what you want to do moving forward. A hundred percent. I'm with looking you. at it as a blank canvas. I, I'm an artist also, so oh, okay. everything is canvas. Makes it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've dabbled. I've dabbled, but I don't, it doesn't come from here. If I see something, I can paint it. But I won't, I won't come up with it like an artist, like a true artist. It's not, not in me. I have my other talents. <laughs> you do. You're, well, you're, you're highly talented. Look at all you do. I mean, let's talk about some of the things that you do. You are a past life regressionist. You mm-hmm. teach self-life awareness. 
Did yes. I say that correctly? No, but it's okay. It's it's spiritual awareness. It's all about uh, learning about balance. All right, balance is everything. So when I teach someone, I, I want to know what's going on in their life, where their hurts are, uh, what is eating them up inside that created the disease that they now embodied. And my job is to teach them how to take control of it, to learn to forgive self and others, to learn love of self and others, to honor yourself. That's a big part of it. And so many people walk around with low self-esteem due to things that happened when they were a child. Even the smallest little thing doesn't have to be big. I get the big ones, believe me, but it doesn't have to be big. You may not recognize it. And it's my job to find it. And once I find the reason, and I have to feel it in my solar plexus, I do. Someone can give me three reasons, and I won't react until I get to the right one. And then I know what it was that caused the hurt, and we begin to fix it, to balance. Um, I teach people to send pink light and love from their hearts to the hearts of people who rub them the wrong way, or that they have a push-pull relationship with, because it doesn't pay to send negative thought forms. It only comes back. It's what goes around comes around. What you sow is what you reap. So I teach them to change it. I teach them that, and this is probably one of the most important things that people don't understand, is that we come from a soul group. We come from a huge group. We are souls. We are not baby souls. We're adult souls that have lived many lifetimes. And we make plans and we sign contracts and we decide what's going to happen, but we don't remember it when we get here. Because God gave us the gift of free will, the biggest gift of all. And once that free will goes into place, you make the decisions. It's the difference between prison and freedom, your free will. Okay? So So true. I I have, when I teach them that, that maybe an abuser that was a soul with you, let's say it was your parent, your parent as a soul will say, I'm going to sacrifice my life with you this time around so that you can grow and learn. So when I show it to them from that perspective, everybody sits back and they take a look at that and say, wow, that's amazing. I said, and you have the opportunity to learn from it and to grow. If you don't learn, it's for nothing. You'll just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and come back with it. But if you pay attention, you will survive and never have to do it again. It was presented to me like this, which I thought was beautiful. I was brought into this life and was given a lot of rich opportunity for growth. I mean, it just, and it's so true because everything that we encounter, that we have to deal with positive or negative, are all stepping stones to growth and expansion. 100%. It's just what you do with it. Yep. So we're going to hang on here for a second, Pat. And we'll be back. Um, We're going to take a quick break. If you want to talk to Pat, 888-346-9141. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. 
Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting MarlaGoldberg.net. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Many people don't like to talk about death, but like it or not, it's going to happen to you, me, your loved ones, and everyone. It's best to ask the important questions sooner than later. That's where inspiring end-of-life conversations with host Nina Impala can help. We cover all of the important questions, including aging loved ones, cancer, losing a child, hospice, pets, and messages left by our loved ones. Tune in Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're just joining us now, you missed a great segment. You're going to have to hear it again. (laughs) We have Pat Longo with us today. Pat is an energy healer, a channel, a past life regressionist, a teacher of spiritual life awareness. She is the author of two books, Guided Meditations with Pat Longo, and her newest book, which was released in August, is The Gifts Beneath Your Anxiety, Simple Spiritual Tools to Find Peace, Awaken the Power Within, and to Heal Your Life. And if you want to look up Pat and get in touch with her, you can find her at Pat Longo, that's L-O-G-O L-O-N-G-O. Oh, L-O-N-G-O. I'm sorry, I just made you a logo. (laughs) I am a logo. (laughs) (laughs) And you can email Pat at patlongo, L-O-N-G-O, 1111 at gmail.com. Welcome back, Pat. Welcome back to you, too. I am going to make another correction. Yes. Uh, I don't have two books. The first one, Guided Meditations, is actually a CD on, uh, well, an album on iTunes. So I didn't catch it the first time, but I caught it that time. So go to iTunes, download the album, and you'll get amazing meditations from Pat. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. We have Kim from New Jersey on the line. So we before we start our questions, let's bring in Pat. Um, let's bring in Kim. Hi, thank you. Um, Pat, um, what you were talking about, um, I resonate so strong. I actually have a group that I've been doing what you were talking about, um, about the soul and learning everything you said. So I feel like there's a piece of the puzzle I'm still missing that okay. um the next level that I should be, like, 
I don't really have like a mentor to help me say, hey, have you thought about this or what? So is there something you can guide me to to get to that next level? Okay. Well, I do mentoring. I actually do, but I do it kind of privately. Uh, People will get in touch with my assistant and I will set something up and take you through everything that I know in in a crash course. My book... Uh, has a lot of information in it, tremendous amount of information that might help you. But I help a lot of teachers set up um, set up business and, and help them to really have the right tools. So get in touch with me. I can probably guide you to certain books that are very, very, very old <laughs> that you could use as teaching tools. But I'm glad that you resonate with what I said uh, because I truly believe it from my heart and soul. And I know Marla does as well. We are, we're all coming from the same page. And it's all about helping yeah, others. It is. And, and um, I've always felt that my, my reason to be here is to help people reconnect with their soul and reconnect with the contract that they, they established before they came here. Absolutely. One of the things I do during a healing when I'm working with clients is I actually go into something that I call the God Center in the right frontal lobe of the brain. And I actually ask them to be reconnected or reminded of the spiritual path they chose when they accepted this physical body. So we sound like we're on the same page. You do, you're doing the right thing. Uh, wherever it's coming from, it's coming from the right place. They, they guide me and I just listen and I, you know, and, and they, uh, they talk through me because uh, it's one of my gifts that I'll start talking and they pick up and... And I'm sort of like the third person watching what's going on. Okay. Well, make sure you're protected. That's more important. Yes, I do. I um, listen to a lot of your podcasts, and I do everything you taught about sending ground, and I'm going to listen to your tips at the end. So thank you so much, and I'll be reaching out to you. You are welcome, Kim. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. And now we have Michael on the phone from California. see that. (laughs) Hi, Michael. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Hi. Hi, Michael. Hi. Uh, yeah, we've talked before, Pat, on emails, actually. Okay. And Is this Michael, Michael Z? Yes, Michael Z. Okay. All right. There we go. So, I, now, I've never heard your voice, but somehow I figured it was you, so I guess uh, you're <laughs> supposed to be on this call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, talk to us. What's up? Um, I was wondering, I did send a question before, but my question would be, how do you connect your, because I have a lot of anxiety. I did so much work for years trying to remove the haunting I was in because I had so many ghosts come in and spirits and I couldn't tell the difference. It was very terrible and traumatic for me and through all the abuse I went through and I still, I, I thought I had my ways figured out. And I go to school, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't focus. I can't learn. I have anxiety to the max, and I'm still going to the psych ward, and I have this disbelief in God now. So it's like I lost my faith. Okay. Well, but I still have all these visions and solar plex, the feelings in my solar plexus chakra, all of them, they keep coming in. And I'm all like, maybe if I connect the dots, I could get this energy out or something. Okay, well, the first thing that, that jumped out at me when you were speaking, and I don't know your story, but the first thing that jumped out is forgiveness. Have you done okay. forgiveness work for all that abuse for the people that have hurt you and harmed you in your life? Because that's a big part of this. 
uh, sometimes we hold energy, even negative energy, to us because we haven't released it and let go of it. And we actually create um, a ball of negative energy around us. So I'm, I'm going to, uh, actually, I saw you on my email this morning uh, from a few days ago. So I'm going to get in touch with you and we're going to get you started with some type of real protection and some forgiveness work because I think that's where the problem lies. I think we have to get that out of the way and before you can actually open up to your own gifts in a, in a proper way, in a positive way. Sound fair? Yes. Okay. You will hear from me, Michael, I promise. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in, Michael. You are welcome, Michael. I'm glad you called. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Pat, let's talk about forgiveness and how, because it's such an important role in releasing and being able to move forward. Because when we hang on to, to the anger or the bitterness of things that have happened or been said to us, it really locks us and stops Absolutely. us in our tracks. Yes. So what I do is, again, I will explain about the soul contract to a client. Um, I will do a little research with them first, find out where the hurts are, and then I'll explain how the soul agrees to certain things, even to the loss of a child. Okay, everybody's a part of it. And I use Sandy Hook, actually, as part of my shtick, so to speak, because that whole town signed on. That whole town signed on for that experience. And those children signed on for it. And the parents certainly, they've lost a child. I don't know how I would respond or react. If it was my child or my grandchild, it's horrific. But at the same time, the soul signs these contracts. Yes. And everybody knows about it until we get here. And then when we get here, we forget and we have to relearn and remember all over again. And if that was their job, okay, to come in for that experience, same with 9-11. You know, I tell people all the time, think about a podium with Jesus standing at the podium and 100,000 souls standing in front of him. And he says, I need a show of hands, 3,000 hands for the unity of a nation. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because 80 years here, 40 years here is a snap of the fingers. There's no time on the other side. So everybody agrees. Okay, I'll come in. I'll be that sacrificial lamb. And it's amazing. Uh, I I could go on and on and on about stories of contracts and little children that knew they were going to pass and made statements to their parents like, "That's tell mommy that's the funeral parlor I want to be buried in when I die. And you're seven years old. Okay. And where did that come from? How do they know that? But the soul knows. The soul knows. Exactly. So back to forgiveness. It's forgiving. The uh, forgiveness is not for the people who hurt us. Forgiveness is for us so that we don't get sick. And if we don't embody that, if we don't somehow say, thank you, uh, I bless you, and I release you, you're stuck with it. You just keep repeating it and repeating it, and you're the victim. And then the victim brings in another situation that creates you as the victim, and then another one until you learn from it, until you forgive it and let it go. So I send homework to people. Everybody gets homework from me. And on one of the pages of the homework, and this is a tool, um, it's writing letters. Writing letters to the people in your life 
who have hurt you, abused you, betrayed you, neglected you, or disappointed you in a big way. But these letters are for your eyes only. This mm-hmm. is not meant to hurt another human being. It's even for people who have passed to the other side. You write the letter. You can write it to God if you feel angry at God because you lost a child or a loved one. God doesn't mind. Send it away. He wants to hear everything. So it's dear so-and-so. This is how you made me feel when. And you put down all the things you've stuffed inside, all the things you didn't get closure with. And then you say, this is how I allowed myself to feel. Take responsibility for how you react to someone else's bad behavior. Now, when you're a child and you've been abused under the age of puberty, it's on the parents. It's not on you. You don't have to take responsibility for that. But once you've re- interacted with peers, with other family, other children's families, with authority figures, and you see that not everybody's life is like this, and not everybody was treated like this, you now need to stop being the victim. You need to take that experience of abuse, and you need to teach someone else and teach yourself how never to be that way. That's what the lesson was about. Okay, so so true. I could again. I told you I could talk and talk and talk. Oh, and then it's you know, I go. it resonates. It's in my book also about right okay. letter. It's the gift you give yourself. It's That's not right. the gift you give somebody else. You're not letting anybody off the hook. Mm-hmm. But you give yourself the gift gonna, of a release. I'm going to add a tip. Okay, Good. to the end of that, it's the one thing that I find people don't do. Do not reread the letter. Whatever you do, do not reread the letter because it downloads it right back into your hard drive. And it's really important not to start it all over again. It's to release it. And I say, I thank you. I bless you. I release you. You burn it. You shred it. You tear it up. Whatever's safer in your environment. So that's, that's my final word on that. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which is great. And so the guys say the same thing. So we're, okay, so on, we're so on the same page with this. And, we, and we're just meeting for the first time. So that's wonderful. I like that. <laughs> it's so true. So let's talk about, uh, you know, let's talk about the few healings that you've channeled through, you know, that, okay. that have been channeled through you. How, do, how does that help? Okay. Well, let's see. I've got, again, that's, that's going to be a whole book full of healings. There's so many over the years. But a few that um, stand out to me. Uh, a little girl that I had, she was a little hair over a year when she came to me with a genetic disorder. And I was very early in my career and the internet had just kind of come out. We'd got our first computer and I tried to look it up because I'd never heard of this chromosome disease before. It was called ringed 22nd chromosome disorder or disease. I couldn't make head nor tail out of it on the internet because so many, any child that's born with this has all different interactions in the body. So this little girl had already lost a kidney by the time she came to me. Um, And about two months later, she was about ready to have a a bladder uh, surgery. But she came in and she presented as someone that might have cerebral palsy. She had um, no muscle tone. Her head dropped, her eyes dropped, her mouth dropped open, and her Dad had to take off from work to come with the mom because she was in pain all the time. She cried all the time. So mom had to hold her. And they came in and they couldn't explain any more than what I already had read. And so instead of healing her the way that I would an adult in a chair and I stand behind them and I I go over their head, 
um, I knelt down on the floor and I put my hands, I caressed her from head to tailbone. And, and in my thoughts, I was just asking God, again, to make me that vessel, that channel, that vehicle to bring in whatever healing was necessary. Within 10 minutes, this little girl started to jump up and down on her mother's lap, throwing her head back and laughing. So now I've got two crying parents. I don't know what to do at this point. Um, but in that one session, her, um, her, her, she couldn't swallow. She, so she, her, her throat began to heal. That started to heal. She was able to swallow. Her arms and her legs, the muscles just appeared. The, um, her bowels, she was able to have bowel movements. So that was session number one. Now, I used to tell people, don't, you don't have to see me more than once. Okay, because this isn't me. It comes through me. It's not me. Whatever's supposed to take place is going to take place. Well, to the, when they took her home, the physical therapist, you know, when you're born with a disease, you get many, many different therapists, occupational, speech, physical, and so on and so forth. And uh, they couldn't understand what happened. How, how could she now swallow? How could she be moving her bowels without help? So two months later, they called me back. And they said they were on their way to the hospital, which was in my area, to get pre-surgical testing for the bladder surgery. Could they see me again? I said, of course. So they came in. She was asleep. They, I said, just let her sleep. Put her on the couch. And I did my healing on my knees. I did what I had to do. And then I was done. She was still asleep. I sat down talking to the parents. She wakes up. And the mom said, do you mind if I change her on the couch? I said, no, no problem. Go right ahead. And then I chatted with the dad. And... Uh, I, when she was done, she went to pick her up. And I said, don't pick her up. Put your thumbs out like I do with my grandchildren. Put your thumbs out. And let's see, because she still couldn't sit straight. She would fall over. She had no spinal strength. And she grabbed her mother's fingers and she pulled herself up. And that day, her spine corrected itself. Each time I saw her three times, and three times another miracle happened. And it just blew me away. It blew me away more than anything else. And I, I recognized and realized that... This, without a doubt, even though there were some hardships, and I'm, I'm going to go to that next, that I was supposed to be doing this, that this was going to be my life's work. Um, she ended up being able to walk. Uh, the third time I saw her, all her circulation cleared up after I touched her, but she cruised the furniture. She was happy. She was playing, and that's all her parents needed. They loved her the way she was, but they got an extra bonus. Hey, absolutely. Let's finish the rest of the story on the other side of the break. We're going to take okay. a break real quick, and we'll be right back. Stick around, please. Terrific. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting MarlaGoldberg.net. 
Have you discovered your brain power? Just ask yourself, what's my number? And use the amazing power of emotional brain training, EBT. Enhance your vibrancy, happiness, relationships, productivity, sense of purpose, and health. Listen for Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. Experience the power of EBT every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your mind, body, and life will thank you. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. And if you've just tuned in, I'm here with Pat Longo, and we are having an amazing conversation that you'll just have to listen to the replay because you'll get so much information out of it. But if you don't know about Pat, which you should, not to should all love you, but she is an energy (laughs) healer, channel. She is a past life regressionist, teacher of spiritual life awareness, and an author of a CD on... Is it Amazon? It's um, iTunes. 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 And a few other, it's on other places too. Spotify, there's quite a few actually that it's on. Guided Meditations with Pat Longo, which I would probably be, I know, just having this conversation, I haven't heard the meditations. Powerful. And her latest book, which was released in August, The Gifts Beneath Anxiety, Spirit, Simple Spiritual Tools to Find Peace and Awaken the Power Within and Heal Your Life. Welcome back, back, Pat. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. We've been having such great offline conversation. This is charity shout-out time, and I know we were talking before the show. You wanted to talk about how you can help your community, but we were also talking about feedamerica.org. Absolutely. That's such a viable organization. What would you like to share about your experience? You have four children, three children out of five. I have four out of five right now that are in the uh, food industry and have been um, distributing food door to door. Uh, They started with a huge produce company uh, and almost closed their doors when COVID happened. And instead, they flipped it around and began to deliver to homes on Long Island from one end to the other and in Queens now. And uh, for People that couldn't get out, people who are afraid to get out, elderly that can't get out. So 
you know, giving and, and helping, at, whether it's your neighbor, whether it's uh, to feed.org, anything you can do to a local food pantry, uh, People need this. They're without money. They're without food. They're without jobs. And I'm blessed. I'm lucky. Uh, look, I have kids in the food industry. I'm never going to starve for sure. <laughs> but um, that's neither here nor there. This is about all the people that have lost their jobs. And it broke my son's heart when he had to let people go. But I'm happy to say he brought them all back because by feeding door to door, he changed the whole direction of his business and everyone was able to come back and be employed again. So, um Help, help the needy, help people to get food, uh, donate wherever you can, um, drop off wherever you can, whatever it is. It's out there. Look online. Um, I see it on the news. People are doing great and wonderful things. We can all help. There's no reason that we can't. I'm so, I so agree. So please reach out to your local next door. That app is amazing, and it talks about your area, and people should put on there, and again, not to show all over you, but when you do put out what your needs are, people will then be able to respond because they'll know what your needs are. That's right. So if you don't communicate, we don't know. That's right. Can't help if we don't know. Exactly. Um, No matter how much we can channel or (laughs) get information. you don't know, I mean, people are on. I say that, it's funny. It's a totally different topic, but I'll say to people, when you go to the doctor, the doctor is only as good as you tell him your symptoms, okay? People don't read minds, not even psychics. That's not what we all right. read minds. That's not what it's about. It's energy, not minds. So you have to speak. You have to speak, okay? So true. Do you remember we, where we left off? Because We I want, did. I want we, to we're talking there. about the, the baby and how you held three sessions and the baby started walking after mm-hmm. she had all these genetic issues. And, you know, so we were going to talk. There was another piece to this story. I wanted to talk about my first client ever. Okay. Now, when I received my gift of healing, again, I didn't know where it came from, what was going on, why it happened. And I trusted in faith and God that this was my journey and it was coming through him. And uh, I, my sister had a friend in her neighborhood whose brother was dying of leukemia and it was a certain rare type of leukemia and he was 31 years old and she was on the phone at my house speaking to her friend and um, they asked me to pray for him so I went in the other room by myself and I started to do some healing and he felt my energy from quite a quite a ways away and they asked me if I would come and see him so his name is Larry and he He's listed in one of my books, and fortunately, I have permission to talk about it from his sister. But um, I went to see him, and he was a very angry young man. Can't blame him. And he was supposed to have a stem cell transplant, and he got pneumonia. So he was no longer a candidate. So he was very angry, and I struggled on my way out to him because I had never gone and physically put my hands on someone other than my siblings. So I thought about it and I was thinking on my way there and a beautiful song came on. Um, It was, uh, I think it was Mother Mary Come to Me Speaking Words of Wisdom, Let It Be. It was Let It Be. I was looking for the title and from John Lennon. So I trusted that, that it came on for a reason and I went out and I did a meditation with Larry. After I talked to him and I calmed him and I wanted to do a meditation And 
met Larry. I took him to a mountain, top of a mountain, and I, I had him become an eagle. And I wanted him to fly and soar and feel the strength and pick up energy. And, you know, I was talking through it and he went very, very deep. And I had originally started him on a, on a path at a beach and going through some tall grass and, and then the mountain appeared. And, and so he come, we're all done and I call him back and I, you know, I said, close your hands into a fist and come back. And he takes a while and I have to say it again and again. And finally he opens his eyes and I said, so what happened? And he said, well, I heard you. Um, but then there was all these people in front of me on the path and they went to the just to the right and I started to follow them and you wanted me to go to the left of the mountain but I couldn't hear you anymore and then all of a sudden I heard your voice and I came back well my heart started to pound because I was like oh my lord he was following them he was leaving me and as, again I'm new with this and I'm, I'm, I'm nervous and uh, he, he came out and he was no longer angry he passed shortly thereafter within a two week period and he said to the woman sitting with him, the nurse or the friend, that he saw angels at the foot of his bed, three big angels. He was very, very lucid. You know, he said, uh, you know, I see them. He, he heard my voice. He said he heard my voice. I wasn't there, but I was talking about him at that time to my teacher. Uh, I was speaking to her about him, and he said he heard my voice, and he left, and he actually came back to me through John Edwards in a reading, Um he came back and he said that he was not afraid as long as my hand was on his leg. And I remember him telling me that. But my story really is about my first client passed away. And I could have run from this. Yes. I could have run from this as fast as I could. But I recognized and realized that my job is not always to help people live. My job sometimes is to help people pass with dignity and with grace. And I'm with fortunate, peace. yes, with peace. And I am fortunate that it's just a small amount of people over the course of all these years that I've been lucky enough to not have to go through that. But I was there with them and I was able to help them, my husband being one of them. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just part of the journey. We have... Listen, we agreed to things before we came here. We agreed to service. We agreed to help. And if we're lucky enough to open up to that gift and, and accept it and move through it, even through the trials and tribulations, then we're doing what we're supposed to do. If peace is given, your job is done. And that is the truth. That is so and the true. day he passed, uh, well, the day he was buried, I went to the funeral. And it was a pouring rainy day. I did not know where I was going. It was much further than I had ever been. And I was traveling on my way and I stopped at a light and the biggest triple rainbow, and I had never seen one in my life, this big triple rainbow came out over a 7-Eleven and I'm looking at it. And I followed that rainbow all the way to the funeral parlor and everyone was standing outside looking at it because it was right over the funeral parlor. And I thank Larry for guiding me to where I had to go. And how how wonderful. We we only have a, a, like a minute or so before closing, but is there like a quick uh, tool you can give to help people with their anxiety? Oh, we yes. About that this one, we we got to do this one quick. Sure. Yes. We can't, can't go without this. Okay. 
Everybody, anybody that's listening, I want you to just imagine yourself being surrounded in a magnificent bubble, a beautiful, translucent bubble filled with God's white light and protection, kind of like Glenda the Good Witch from The Wizard of Oz. And then I want you to imagine three cords attached to you, one to the bottom of each of your feet and one to your tailbone. And I want you to imagine those three cords going all the way down through the bubble, through the chair, through the floor and any floor below you into the earth all the way down into Mother Earth, and then imagine those cords becoming roots, opening up and locking you in tight like the roots of a big old tree. So for two seconds, you are sturdy and flexible and super lock into the earth. And the last part of the exercise is imagining putting on a very shiny metal vest of armor. It's not heavy or cumbersome, no collar, no sleeves. It fits you perfectly, covers your heart and your lungs. It covers your solar plexus and it covers your abdomen. So front and back, shoulder to waist, you are covered by a very shiny metal vest of armor. And open your eyes, and I'm going to tell you each piece has a meaning. The bubble is a force field. It keeps negativity away. It connects you to God and spirit. The grounding connecting to earth creates yin yang, which is your balance. Physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual balance will begin to take place, and the vest will stop your anxiety completely. The vest will become a filter for the empath who will no longer take in the toxins of others, whether they're environmental emotional that you've created or the emotions of others okay that's your big tool you can do it in five seconds it's a beautiful tool pat thank you so much i can't wait to have you back on again because there's still so much to talk about oh we could go on and on so to reach pat you can find her at Pat, L-O-N-G-O dot net. If you want to write to Pat. Marla. I'm not going to forget that again. You can do Pat Longo 1111 at gmail.com and reach out to Pat directly. Set an appointment. She is, this is, this is like mother nature, earth energy. You are a combination of all. You're amazing. And what a great Great gift to the world so that you can help so many people. Thank you. Thank you, Marla. I want everybody that listened. <laughs> There'll be plenty listening over and over again because there's so much information. I want to thank everyone at Voice America, Teresa Scott Reed, and Angel and jo- I'm sorry, Angelique Wiesman. Um, welcome to the team. I want to thank you out there for taking time out of your day out of your life to be a part of the show to listening to what pat had to share which is so so rich on so many levels and i want to remind you that global consciousness summit will be launching on the 18th of may so write to me at marla at mghealer.com if you'd like to get a link to this or just uh connect with me on facebook and until the next show i send you love i send you blessings and i send you gratitude Thank you so much. Stay well. Stay joyful. Take care.